Welcome to Around the World in 80 Gays, Minnesota. Now, in the main episode this week, our guest was presenter and writer Darren Kennedy. Go back and have a listen if you missed it. And also to all of our past guests this season. James Kavanagh, Cassie Delaney and Buzz Maxwell O'Neill, to name just a few. God, fair play to us. We've had some brilliant guests, haven't we? Darren was talking to us from New York. I know. Oh, I'm so jealous. I, I love know. New York. I just love New York. Yeah. So if you can remember a day in the life of Brian Kennedy yeah. on Broadway, how mm. did you spend it? Well, do you know, it, it was one of the only times in my life where I really had a regimented schedule. Yeah. You know, I literally had to clock in you know, go up to the big kind of clock-in thing and take my card out like the movies and clock in to make sure to tell the whole company I had arrived. Don't you just love that? I loved it. I, I love absolutely loved it. I never get the chance to have a routine in my world. Well, yeah, we've been self-employed people our whole adult lives, exactly. I love so, being in, somebody being in charge of me. Yeah, exactly. Deadlines. And yeah, that. and I only missed it. One time, one time I arrived and somebody was talking to me and I forgot to do it and it caused mayhem. mayhem. People were looking for me all over the theatre because if you haven't clocked in, they don't know you're in because yeah. the Gershwin Theatre where we were is an enormous building yeah. and suddenly they think, well, do we need the understudy like what's got, why isn't Brian here has something happened on the way to the theatre who knows you know yeah. so it was very exciting time of my life I was 33 years old so I was kind of peaking physically even though you don't even know that you thought you were Jesus no, well my hair <laughs> thought it was Jesus definitely my hair did I don't know about me and so yeah I mean it was a time in my life where I just had so much freedom yeah. I had a beautiful apartment downtown in the West Village I was 33 years old you know prime in my life and being paid brilliantly for being in a wee musical that you might not have heard of called Riverdance. I know. On Broadway, I was amazing. singing in Riverdance. Um, especially written songs for me by, by Bill Whelan. It was an amazing time. It felt really, it was a very exciting time. Like it's I remember, very exciting, but New York is just, the minute oh. you land in New York, you just feel you're on a film set. I went to the New York Film Academy and I lived on Union Square for yeah. three months. Yeah. And I lived like Sarah Jessica Parker, <laughs> as far in my head, um, uh, size 16 version of her. And <laughs> but um, the reason I went to New York was to get away from, I had just done nearly 10 years of front and Well, you hadn't stopped. And shows and I hadn't stopped. And I was either yeah. going to have a nervous breakdown or take a ball of money and go to New York and live for three months and go to the New York Film Academy and be anonymous. What a brilliant thing to do. And I did. And it uh, was far better than going to Pats or somewhere like yeah, that yeah. where I probably needed to go. But um, so I went there and I just loved every single second of it. Mm. My favourite thing about New York is getting lost in New York because you yeah. never really properly get lost because yeah. it's so well. It's a grid system. Grid system yeah. is so amazing. And you you fall into a another nearly film set again yeah. or you're yeah. in Grand Central Station and you go, oh my God, you know, Home Alone. Or yeah, you, you know, exactly. Ferris Bueller Day Off. Or, uh, well, they were filming, I remember walking up Christopher Street to get to the, you know, the the tube, the tube I call it, the underground. Yeah. Um, and there was Tom Cruise shooting Vanilla Sky wow. at the top of the street. Yeah. And it, in the building, uh, the gym underneath our building where I lived, yeah. Monica Lewinsky was my neighbour, number one. And number two, they were shooting Sex in the City in the gym. Wow. Underneath my building when I was there. Them? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I for half a second, they were ushered in, you know. Well, I loved all the kind of bohemian things and I loved going out to um, uh, to the Jalopy Bar. It was right out. What's the very tip out there? Where you can see the Statue of Liberty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the, the sky rises stop and it's yeah. all kind of... Um, it's out further from Brooklyn, just a little bit further on. It's Brooklyn area. And um, I remember going in there and um, they said... Uh, I was chatting to a guy and he says, no, you should hang around for a bit. And I was like, why? And he goes, just hang around for a little bit, you know, and just trust me. And I went, OK. And I was on my own and I kind of said, oh, I'm going to have to get a 
taxi back into town if I don't hang, you know, if I hang around. So I said, I'll just trust him. And in walks Woody Allen and all his musicians. And they sat oh, down. Oh, you went there? Yeah, sat down and they all uh-huh. played jazz. I heard about that place. Unbelievable moment of my life going, I am so in New York. And not only am I in a movie, I'm in the score of the movie. I'm in the depths. I'm in the belly of it mm, mm. you know so yeah because he played clarinet York. with his band right that's what he was yeah. doing there yeah. yeah well he played sax as well uh, did he remember, you know mm. and uh, so stuff like that happens in New York where you also can go meandering or you can have a tarry as I used to call it uh, and you just look up and they're like a spoken word night yeah you go in that's and right. you just hear the most beautiful rapper you know spoken word yeah. or like just or some like some unbelievable actor or comedian is just doing a test set somewhere yeah and you just show up and suddenly somebody unbelievably famous walks out yeah. just to try their new show yeah unannounced things unannounced. like that yeah it's unbelievable mm. but it is and also just the sheer um, scale of New York and the yeah the friendliness of it I found it really friendly yeah I just I, like, I, as long as you I suppose you can pay for your coffee and your sandwich well there's go, that of course uh, they're very friendly and the history you know the Stonewall riots that's yeah. at Mark's place yeah. the Oscar Wilde bookshop you know all, all of the queer history that's there yeah. that's now so celebrated totally. yeah, yeah. I um yeah I really love New York. I think it's I when I left New York I cried and I really couldn't talk about it. It was like a breakup, so I couldn't talk about it for a year when I came home. You broke up I was New like, York. I broke up with New York <laughs> and yeah. So I think yeah that's what the kind of the feeling they gave us on Sex and the City was that it was a relationship. Yes. And actually that's the relationship I'm missing with Dublin at the moment. I always had a relationship with it. I was like taxi. It was going to this, going yeah. to that, going to the other. So hopefully we're getting back into that after COVID. Fingers crossed, eh? Yeah. yeah. Thanks so much for listening to this week's Minnesota. For all the latest news and updates, make sure you follow him at Brian Singing Kennedy and me at Catherine Lynch Official. See you next week, 80 Gayers. Bye. <laughs>